Travelers, I'm Josh. And I'm Kahi. And we're the, the Genshin, Genshin guys. guys. Welcome all this podcast is for fans of Genshin Impact, the mobile game made by Hoyaverse, also known as MiHoYo. Here we talk about our opinions, experiences, and dreams about Genshin Impact. If you like our show, don't forget to subscribe on Apple Music, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to the podcast. So before we get started, Kahi, how are you doing today? Doing really good, well rested, finally on a day off after five days in a row. Um, also enjoying the nice cooler weather. I'm um, enjoying all of the anime that I have in my queue, I'm trying to get through all of them. I have about 10 shows in my queue and I'm just trying to get through one at a time. I'm, tr- I'm trying not to speed run through it. I want to give them all like, the attention they deserve because it's just, there's so much good anime, especially in the last like year or two and there's so many new shows coming out this year. Nice. Um, like the last one that I watched, uh, I finished the finale of The Eminence in Shadow. And if you haven't watched that, I need just episode one. Just just episode mm-hmm. one. Just so you kind of know what the tone is. Because okay. everything else after that, it's like a... it's This show just straight up lies to you in a really, really fun way. Okay, okay. They set it, they set it up to make it look like, oh, it's going to be about this. No, they're just going to go in a completely different direction. Oh, do they know what's going on? Nope. He's just rolling with. He's just the whole show flows around the whim of the main character, just trying okay. to do the coolest thing that they can think of, and it just somehow works out. Like everyone else is actually doing the thing, but he's just trying to do his own thing while like his path kind of like intersects with like the actual thing they need to do. He accidentally does the right thing just because he thinks it's cool. Oh, that sounds <laughs> but, interesting. But everyone thinks he knows what they're doing. This, this sounds everyone like this he... is like you, this is you, Kahi, because you you are the oh aesthetic player. So you you just do something that you think is cool, mm-hmm. and it's be like, oh my god, you're you're doing the right yeah, thing. I don't know. Out. I just thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's like this just this is giving you an idea. An idea. There's a moment in the show where he they're trying to find someone, and they have a map, and he's just like, okay, you know what would be cool? He's gonna he has this knife. He throws the knife at the map and then he hits a spot and he's like, oh, oh, crap, I missed. But then she's like, huh, I wonder why, why would it be here? And she actually figures it out for him. Oh, like, my God. Oh, yeah, they're there. <laughs> I knew all along. It's, so, it's ridiculous. I love this show so much. But like it just every everyone around him truly believes he's like planning something. He has no plan. He's just trying to do cool stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's, of course, just overpowered and nice. just trying to trying to play it off uh it's it's so it's so entertaining because everyone takes it so seriously the more serious they take it the funnier it gets but yeah maybe i'll check yeah, it we'll out probably do like an yeah we'll probably do an anime episode later on during a live stream or something <laughs> as like a sure. special sure what about you josh what's what's going on in your world so um i've been reading a lot of comic books recently like manga and um and like like marvel and dc comic books specifically and um yeah it's just some pretty interesting stuff i read some cross i was reading the crossover comics between fortnite and marvel and there's a fortnite and dc one that i'm gonna read next i read the persona 5 mementos missions manga um i read the um i also read the a different manga which i'll explain in a second but i actually started watching um oh here i i also read the manga for Ruby, R W B Y, Ruby. Hey, there yeah. you go. And, and then, because of that, I started watching it. <laughs> so I'm watching Ruby. It has now. been a while since I watched it. Yeah, I and they just started ago. They just started season nine. 
Like and there's still, a lot. Yeah, and and the animation just already from season one to season two just got insanely better. And anyway, it's it's really great. Um, way back when, I think it's much easier to watch like in a row instead of like waiting every week for these episodes to come out because um, I mean in the beginning the episodes are like five minutes long. It's like really like a web series level. It's like a yeah web series pilot yeah. series. They were but kind of testing the waters. From season two, they're like fifteen minutes, so pretty mm -hmm. you know it's pretty substantial change. But yeah. Animation kind of leveled off to a point. Mm. It, it it has a style now, and there's there's yeah. they're just stuck with it. Yeah, it's great. Which is okay. Yeah. Um. So um. And I because another reason I was so interested in it is because I have the the issue of Ruby crossover with the Justice League, and apparently they're going oh, to yeah, have. Oh yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, and apparently they're gonna have the animation of that soon. Like I just saw on Warner Brothers um YouTube channel, they had a trailer for like Ruby X Justice League kind of thing. So I'm trying to get caught up to the story, so that I can, um, so I can watch that and enjoy it. So you know, yeah, so you're, I'm you're, watching Ruby. You know, you've been bringing back like all these memories I have of that show. I watched it like so long ago, like mm -hmm. when Monty was still alive. Yeah, I watched it. I watched it I when watched it started. It. Like, yeah, it was even like the trailers. The trailers was like the yeah. most hyped I've ever been for like Same. a new like web series show. Same. It was so good because of the combat. I mean, the combat is what kind of got everyone interested in the first place but of course they have great designers monty was a great designer you, you watched with, um, even though red versus blue right yeah yeah so mm -hmm. phew, so good oh fun fact red versus blue was the longest running web series on the internet yeah i mean that makes yep. sense it's really long <laughs> <laughs> yep i mean i made like a there was a point in time where i was making like a ruby amv like every week during like the off season which oh, is wow. waiting for the next season um two of them like monty actually retweeted oh and he's like commenting on it and i'm like what the Dude, creator actually tweeted about it that was actually really cool um yeah. went to a convention i went to their uh the rtx convention oh nice i actually met him he actually autographed my ipad dude that's so cool and he knew who I was. He's like, "Oh yeah, I remember you." Like, "Whoa, dude!" <laughs> oh man, that's what? so that's so sad that he's not around uh, anymore. Yeah, this sucks, man. Because I think like my favorite work from him was, um, I don't know if you watched this, but he'd made a a series um called Dead Fantasy. Dead Fantasy. Yep. Yeah, I know. Yeah, of course I watched one that. and two. Of course uh, I watched it. I think it. every everyone watched that yeah. in high school. Like everyone knew knew what it was. They loved the series. Yeah. And then they found out. Cool. So yeah, Ooh, that was a cool little trip down memory lane. So yeah, so I've been watching right, uh, Ruby, mm -hmm. but then actually, mm -hmm. I there is one new anime that I just watched, like first episode of just now. I just watched it, of Trigun Stampede. Oh, it's so good, dude! It's beautiful. Like it's it, the animation is mm -hmm. like next level. You of three, oh, you so forget good. that it's three D sometimes. Like, like that's they, how fluid it is. They like what like this is what this is like the natural evolution of anime. This is what I feel like. Like it's it's like anime is 2d and we know it that and it's like awkward to see those characters in 3d but tri but trigon stampede makes it so like it makes it work so well like the interchange between 2d and 3d that it's just like i feel like most anime should should go this direction that's what that's what i feel like so so the the studio um studio orange, orange right yeah yeah they've made land of the lustrous mm -hmm. they've made trigon they made um b stars right right um, they made one other 3D anime, but it just those are the ones that are at the top of my head. But they're they're great at their craft. Their whole studio was founded on that, and they just kept getting better with each series. Yeah, it's. I good. really hope they make a season two of Land of the Lustrous because the manga is still going on. 
And I heard it's actually getting really crazy. Well, I mean, I'll probably end up checking it out just because of this, but, um, but yeah. So that's what I've been doing. So it's been really interesting in the world of media. But yeah, so that's um, that's where we are today. So hopefully we can get into some really cool topics today. We're gonna be talking about a lot of different stuff. Um, and hold on, let me get rid of this. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay. So with that being said, I will introduce today's topics. First of all, as always, we're going to talk about our weeks in Genshin. Then we're going to talk about Genshin news. And then we're going to talk about the 3.5 live stream discussion and the Warrior Spirit event, which should be over by the time you listen to this podcast and the community discussion question. Okay, so first thing I uh, is a couple of announcements. Up until now, some people have been having trouble finding our Genshin Guys community Discord server. So I'm going to put it first in the description of the episode. So when you go on Spotify, when you see it on Apple Podcasts, you'll see the link right away. So that way you can find the server and join and join our discussions as well as answer the community discussion question if you haven't already been doing that. So hopefully that'll make it easier for you to interact with the community. Okay, so let's get started then with our weeks in Genshin. Boken the Boken! Okay, so, Kahi, how has your week in Genshin Impact been? Uh, full of HP. Uh, I've been farming HP artifacts. Uh, I'm going to the, I'm going to the emblem set and the Shimanawa set because I actually kind of need some more artifacts for my Wanderer too. So I might as well just farm that one domain and whatever artifacts I don't need, I just reroll it at the crafting table such a good domain and get some flame ones yeah that's a great domain just because like both artifacts are great for almost every character yeah and it's still fuel to just re-roll at the alchemy table yeah exactly um and i'm settling on either the emblem set or the flame witch set because you know Dea is gonna be pyro and doing all kinds of pyro stuff um and i mean when we talk about a character it actually has a really interesting ability that I didn't even realize was going to be part of it because I didn't see it in any of her like official media until the live stream. But um, I've just been doing the artifact farm as well as just kind of prepping my teapot, moving some stuff around so that you know when I get a character, I just plop them in. I can start getting uh, what is it? Friendship points. Yep, yep. Friendship level. Um, I might have to start. I might have to build like a little wishing shrine thing just because i used to do that like early on but i just kind of settled on like this layout of all these houses and like i have like that little pool that onsen place i think i showed that to you too mm-hmm. we might have to do like a teapot episode at some point because this yeah. is really fun um and i have saved up so far about 96 wishes i'll nice. definitely have 100 by the time she comes out and yep i'm gonna go for yeah dea and yeah. her and then you, you remember you, you get 20 more fates after the update too Wait, twenty? Oh, yeah, for the events, right? For, for no, for the um, for the Archon quests, because they're gonna start giving you an intertwined fate for every Archon quest you complete, and retroactively it, inclu- it includes Wait, every quest, not yeah. the end of the quest. No, so like for Are example, sure? like Archon quest part one, Archon quest part two, Archon quest part three, and then like so someone calculated, and uh, up until now, up until the time this update releases, we will have twenty-two. I believe 21 or 22 intertwined fates. Oh, it's retroactive. Yeah. So remember remember when they added wow. in like the ability to get intertwined or the uh, the the normal fates from like leveling up characters to like level 20, 
like 50 and and 80 or whatever you remember that oh that was a while ago yeah wow, but remember did, like I how all your characters that were already leveled up you could just go back and grab them oh that makes sense yeah wow, so I it's like I that forgot. yeah so you're gonna oh, get 20 awesome. 20 more rolls so no problem plus day is going to, go to the standard banner so <laughs> yep i might have to go for constellations yeah. now okay well we'll talk more about day when we're talking about the live stream but what else yeah. have you been doing uh, just that uh, so far, I've been oh oh actually, uh, I've been doing some more like open world quests around the tenant camp, and I'm thinking very close to the ending of the jet quest. So we're not going to talk about it just yet. I know okay. we're going to save that for a lot later because apparently there's a lot of steps after the actual quest yeah. line, um, and they're just unlockable like world quests. I think they're daily, but very close. I'm learning a little bit more about uh, Lulapar. Mm -hmm. And she's kind of she's kind of mean. Um, <laughs> she's yep. actually really, yep. really not nice. Very scornful. What what would you what would the term be like? Ugh, very vengeful. Because uh, she like, cursed three generations because she didn't like this guy. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. She she oh. subjected her entire family bloodline to like. To, all right, we'll talk we'll talk about that one eventually. Um, yeah, that's gonna be a whole story. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, um, what about you? How's your weekend, Genshin? Uh, so yeah, I've been streaming a bunch. I've been working on my NA account as well as my main Asia account. I have to do the events, everything twice. <laughs> so I have to do, uh, I did the sword one twice. I'm doing the beetle one twice. I'm kind of prepping for Dea, but I'm mostly working on I'll hide them. Like I'm, I'm working on getting um, like fodder to put into for Crimson Witch because I kind of want to make Dea like a the high damaging uh support and um yeah i've just been i got i'll have them sword so i've been trying to get the materials for that having to fight a bunch of consecrated beasts which is actually kind of fun i don't know they're really fun to fight for me like as as far as uh wild animals or whatever in just in the world goes and um i'm thinking to start working on my north my n my uh, my na wow so thinking i'm starting to work i'm thinking of starting to work on my america account teapot so um because so we can share and stuff because now that i have friends that actually use a teapot like you use a teapot so i have a reason to do it i haven't really done it much on my asia account just enough to get like points but yeah so that that's kind of just what i've been doing i'm really hoping to get like hu tao from this banner or if i don't get hu tao and i lose a 50 50 getting d luke because i really want like a main dps character but hmm, maybe i could wait for sino that actually might be a thing too hmm yeah, I don't know. We'll see. So, if you had to pick like one character on the current or the next banner coming out, which would you pick? If you had to get one guaranteed. Yeah, see, that's I'm trying to think because like I on my NA account, I'm not trying to get all the characters or anything yet. So, um, for now, it's like Dea is gonna come to standard banner. So I kind of don't want to like use on my NA account. I don't want to like on my Asia account. I will I will do my best to get Dea as soon as possible, but. On my North America account, I'm kind of just going with the flow. And so I'm pretty close to pity. And I'm thinking like I should get Hutao because I don't have a good main DPS. But um, Sino is also there. and But Sino is like kind of a hard DPS to like make a good team around unless you have like Nahida and stuff, which I don't. So Mastery. Yeah, and then just like a lot of a lot of different stuff there with Sino. So maybe it's not worth it. But I was thinking to just get Hutao because yeah, Hutao is just really good. But... Yeah, even yeah. with little investment, she's, you know, pyro damage. 
Yeah. You know, skill like gives her like basic attacks and infusion. Yeah. And, and she, she benefits from HP. Yeah. And yeah. She benefits from HP. So like, she's just like, I mean, I used her for a lot of the game, and I guess it's been a while, so I don't mind using her again for leveling up the game. So, yeah, I'm. I think I'm trying to get her before her banner goes away. And um, even though I would love Yelan, I feel like I have so many support characters right now that are just in need of DPSs to, <laughs> to be in a team with. Uh, I just, like, that's kind of where I'm at right now. So, trying to go for Hu Tao, basically. But, yeah, that's just what I've been doing. It's been really fun. I've been streaming. A lot of people have been coming and doing things like um, banning me from teleporting. <laughs> like, you know, so I have to, like, <laughs> I have to, like, walk all the way across the map. Okay, here we good. go. Yeah, and it's you fun. Can, like collect collect materials along the way. Yeah, my NA account have like almost no exploration. I've just been skipping around, so um, it's not too bad. But yeah, anyway, that's been really fun. So if you haven't already joined my stream, come join and come join the Discord if you haven't already. So that's our weeks in Genshin. Let's get started talking about Genshin news. So this week in Genshin news, we have no birthdays to talk about since our last podcast, but there is a Wings of the Starlit Feast uh, Amazon Prime gaming reward. So if you have Amazon Prime, link your account and you can get the code to redeem on Genshin's website and you can get a pair of gliders. So definitely check that out before it goes away because once the period ends, you will no longer be able to get them. Definitely worth doing if you already, most likely a lot of you do, if you already have Amazon Prime don't forget and uh another thing i want to talk about besides the live stream of course is elliot gindy no longer voicing english tainari tainari um hoyoverse finally posted about this situation that was happening if you haven't already heard about it and what's going on um the short version is that elliot gindy is the who was the voice actor for tainari in english um, was basically doing things that were not okay um, for a lot of people, and uh, is ended is now has now lost his role as Hanari's English voice. So, if you want to look up details about that, feel free to look it up on your own. I will not talk about it here. It's pretty heavy stuff. So, you know, if you don't want to know, then just know that he will no longer be voicing Tanari. And Hoyoverse posted that they will slowly retroactively replace his voice acting in the game up until now. So they, they, what they posted was, Dear travelers, after communications with the voice recording agency, we hereby confirm that Elliot Gindy, the English voice actor for Tanari, will no longer be voicing the character in subsequent versions due to a breach of contract. At present, we are communicating with the voice recording agency regarding matters of casting and re-recording. We will gradually replace Tanari's existing in-game voice lines and issue these updates in corresponding announcement. Thank you for your support, travelers. So you can read that on their official Twitter. Um, it is... Uh, you know, a shame that this had to happen, but I'm, Hoyoverse is taking the steps to make the community feel more comfortable with the situation around this and with the game. So, you know, I think that's a, a big win on Hoyoverse's. That's a big point for Hoyoverse. And hopefully we will see those changes to the voice acting coming soon so that people can feel comfortable using Tanari in English again. So... I don't want to dwell too much on this topic, but I just want to let you know if you haven't already heard, that is something that is happening. It is something that's been officially posted now, and um, just wanted you to be aware. This is the Genshin news section, after all. Okay, so that's pretty much all the news we have, other than the live stream itself, which is the biggest news. Usually they don't post a lot of news around that, 
So let's dive right into our 3.5 livestream discussion. Osmanthus wine tastes the same as I remember. Okay, so livestream discussion. Kahi. What are some highlights? What are some things you want to talk about? Let's just take it one thing at a time. So what's the first thing you want to talk about? Uh, first thing is Dean's Leaf. Dean's Leaf is actually coming back into the limelight, into the story forefront so that we can kind of figure out what is he doing right now? What has he been doing? What has been what has he been up to? We know he has a connection to the sister or the sibling, whoever you picked at the beginning. But right. yeah, he's back and also going further. It seems like we're just going further and further down into the world because we look looks like we're going to go another chasm place in Kanomiya type, you know. Yeah. You know, I mean, assumably it it's in the desert, like or, in the middle. Well, of I the believe storm. it. Yeah. Yeah. If the you, the celestial further, further down. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what they called it. Yeah. Um. There's like a big purple crystal in chains that we get to see very briefly so either something's you know entombed there or something is purposefully hidden away and they had an interesting line there that one of the what did that abyss herald say like fate has not granted you the right to lay eyes upon this place or see this place mm -hmm. like we're not supposed to be here obviously we're not supposed to be in a lot of places but it's interesting that said that they said fate it's not giving you the right. Mm. So hmm, it has not granted you the right to enter this place. Yeah. 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 So that might be interesting to to figure out. Um, another thing is this is going to be tying into a little bit of the world, the Black Serpent, because we have a new Black Serpent uh, guard, a big NPC with really big axes. It's a huge right. guy. So. The guards of Kainri. All right. Mm -hmm. Dude, I love. I love their design. I love their yeah. There's the I think there was some so of the coolest armor in the game so uh -huh. far. Yep. Um, we had the other uh, black serpent knights when we were in the chasm, or when we got, went further into the chasm. Those guys are still good, and I actually need to hunt some of those guys down for like Ayaka's sword. <laughs> actually, sorry, I meant Ayato's sword, but I have it on Ayaka right now. Mm -hmm. Um, and it actually helps her a lot because she's at my Ayaka is at like fifty percent crit rate. 200% crit damage with that sword. So it's actually helping her out a lot. Nice. Um, but yeah, so story is going to be introducing Dingsleaf and reintroducing, or not really reintroducing, but also bringing another character back into the limelight, um, Kaya. Yay. Um, publicly talked about as, yes, Kaya is a descendant from Kai and Rhea. Because I don't remember it ever being said so openly, like so, like blatantly before. It's not no, like it wasn't, hinted it wasn't. or suggested. It yeah. was just, yeah, he he. Is. Oh, it was it was suggested. It was very vaguely suggested, and it was what a lot of people were thinking um, was the case. But there was nothing. There was nothing that there was nothing more that could point us there other than it was like a mysterious origin. Um, and yeah, there there was a lot of speculation around it, but it's it's really interesting that it's becoming uh, clear now. So basically confirm because they they said it on the live stream yeah we have connections yeah. or is it descended from kai and Rhea? um so yeah um it's it's kind of a, a slight departure from the sumaru story the desert story but even though like we're gonna go into this place uh via the scarlet sands or the desert um yeah i mean it's still getting it's tying it back to like the main overarching story of the world so it's still nice but i'm still hoping for like more 
Sumeru like based story. Just because if if Dea's here, are we gonna get a story where Dea's a part of it, or is she just gonna be have like her own little mini quest? And then oh hey, let's go to let's go to things life over here now. Nah, she'll have probably like, a separate story quest. I think. I mean, I hope because like they the, showed it um, in the in the preview, right? There's like a bunch of mm -hmm. emirate eremites. Uh, there's a bunch of eremites like kind of against her in like a pyramid. I don't know if they did that just for the sake mm -hmm. of this trailer but um it looks yeah. like it could be part of the story okay i just kind of wanted to her the, this five star to have like their own story because tenari had one sino had one yeah Al oh Python i mean they, they all have one they all have one right like is there a five star that doesn't mm -hmm. have a story i think not i think they all do so, all the five stars yeah mm, did all you, of them uh, yeah, yeah of course you live up a lot yeah you they, yeah. they all have like uh in their list like all five stars should be there the the ones that we don't have guaranteed stories for are some store four stars that don't have hangout. But all Wait, the five so stars a, have separate quests, we including everyone shows up in the story. Huh? Even Kaching, I don't remember Kaching's story. Yeah, didn't she? Doesn't she have one? I can't say, but eh, we'll we'll look it up oh, later. Oh, maybe that's like... Kaching and Chi Chi don't. I don't have story. Yeah, I, oh, Chi Chi definitely does not. <laughs> yeah, she just pops up here and there. Well, yeah, my, my point is I just I want I hope Dea gets a little bit more backstory, you know, into in the forefront because this is kind of like the character a lot of people were looking for. Right. Obviously, because she was in the beginning in the poster for the whole 3.0 patch, you know, release anyways. So yeah, I hope I hope we get to learn a little bit more about her background. I'm interested to see her abilities as well. So that's the next big highlight is the character abilities to showcase as well as Mika. Um, before we transition into this one, um, anything about the story that you're hoping to get from this next patch, Josh? Um, I mean, I was, it's the same for me. Like the, I've been doing the North America account and I just did the quest where you see the sibling for the first time and like Dane's love goes after them and stuff. So it's not the quest with with the Hillitrills, like where you find out about the Hillitrills and stuff yet, because I think that's in the chasm. But um, you know, it's reminding me, like how how interesting that this plot is going on. That's technically going on in the background, like like because we're right now the main threat in the story is like Sneznaya, right? Like they're trying to gather all the Gnosis, trying to topple Celestia. Like this is like the main thing, but. The sub story, which I believe will eventually overtake the main story, which is like finding your sibling and um, working with Dane's left to figure out how to take down the Abyss Order. Because like that, that story is so interesting to me, like this, like the whole Abyss and the sibling and like, ah, like it's so interesting because that's technically the main story, right? Like you're looking for your sibling. But as you go through each country, you're finding out that you need to stop the the Fatui and you need to stop them from gathering the gnosis because this is really dangerous or the gnosis i don't know how you say it but i'm really curious to see what happens at the end of this how kaya is involved and how and where dane's left will be after this quest and are they gonna hint at making him playable because i want to play as dane's left but i feel like we won't get to play as him until the end of the game probably not like yeah, unless they the introduce the like new elements i think we right. had an episode about this a while ago when we were talking about gnosticism yeah, we like we the did. real world implications. Yeah. Oh there's yeah. Like, so there's probably there an seven abyssal power element. Two. Yeah. Yeah. There has to be like a light and dark power. Yeah. Because when we first showed up, like literally at the beginning of the Genshin game, mm -hmm. like you're like flying around, you're fighting this unknown or unnamed god. 
Right. And you're using light, just straight up light powers. There's no elements yet. All right, I'm going to call this. I'm going to so, make a prediction, okay? I believe mm -hmm. those two elements that are going to come out are going to be Celestial and Abyssal. Ooh, I like the name. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Not that, just light and dark, but uh, yeah. Celestial, Abyssal, thematic yeah. makes sense. I believe it. Yeah, I don't think they'll stick with the uh, the Dendro, Hydro, Pyro like theme. I think they will just like go completely separate and be like Abyssal, Celestial. Yeah, and true damage so that you don't have to worry about like specific reactions. It's just straight up true. Or, yeah. Like, oh, that'd crit. be nice. Because mm -hmm. true damage exists, you know, they're still like even like a lot of items or a lot of abilities will just straight up say it will inflict true damage. Mm -hmm. It's it's not everyone doesn't have it, but like, of course, there's physical damage, but, you know, like another neutral type of damage, like just that compounds off of itself. Yeah, we'll see. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be really interested in that. Right. So aside from story, um, yeah, characters. So the two characters that are going to be coming out is, of course, everyone's favorite, Dea uh, and Mika. So looking at Dea first. So uh, on the screen, when we were looking at the uh, live stream as her gameplay was going on in the background, uh, starting from the top, when an opponent within a fiery sanctum and fiery sanctum is her skill, it creates like a little mini Bennett you know field okay uh when in when an opponent takes damage while in that field they will receive uh a coordinated attack from dea as a pyro aoe explosion so basically what it's going to look like is you drop a little field attack enemies in that field and while they are getting hit in that field they're going to get a little explosion so kind of like um albedo Yes. Um, also, I think it's closer to, um, it's closer to Raiden Shogun, because you're not on the field. You're causing an explosion while you're not on the field, um, coordinated with attacks from your your character. So it doesn't just go off by oh. itself. You, no, it's a, um, no, it's so. Oh, you don't have Albedo, right? I have. Wait, what do you? Oh, yeah. Albedo. Sorry, Albedo. I, thought, I thought you said Beto. Oh no, no, no. Yeah, Al Albedo is exactly the same. Like you put down his flower. And then inside mm. that field, anytime an enemy takes damage from anything, uh, they'll get hit by a Geoflower. And that can happen when Albedo's oh, off field. Oh, is that too. what it did? Yeah, so it's okay. literally exactly the same thing, I think, as Albedo. Okay, yeah, I, okay, I believe that then. Yeah. Um. So yes, it's more like Albedo then. Cool. Um, That's awesome. But because it is awesome. Pyro, yeah, because it is Pyro though, it will, of course, get a lot more elemental reactions. Yeah. So if you want to build like an elemental mastery Dea, this can actually be really, really good. Oh, AFK teams. <laughs> AFK teams, yep. Yeah. Um, it also has an effect very similar, but not exactly. Effectively, it's like a mini Bennett field because damage you receive gets transferred and absorbed. Or I guess, what do they call it? Um, it would be mitigated and borne by Dea. So mm. when your character gets hit, a portion of that damage is not inflicted to you. It is inflicted to Dea off the field. So it's kind of like a heal or just like a shield in a way. But it's it's a pyro field that does pyro damage and gives you less and lets you take less damage. So effectively, it's kind of like a mini Bennett field, but it's linked to a skill like an E ability. Mm -hmm. um i also like this um but i don't it doesn't tell us um her passive abilities and tell us a lot about her talents and not until like the the, the collective miscellany comes out later right i 
I have a feeling that if she is going to be taking damage, then she will have some kind of benefit when she has lower health, kind of like Hu Tao, or kind of like some other characters. I mean, I hope, but even still, like splitting up the damage between two characters is going to be really, really good. Alright. Oh, it says that she has a new story quest, by the way. It's called Mantachora Chapter Act 1. Alright, Kahi. So, since, since I can play with you on my US account, maybe I'll just go for Dea, and then let's have a competition to see who can make the strongest Dea. <laughs> strongest Dea? I'm, I'm up for that. Yeah, Biggest give me some number. reason to farm. Yeah, okay, I like it. Let's do that, because I need a DPS anyway that's Pyro, so. Okay, so next let's talk about Mika, the four-star character that will also appear on Dia's banner. Now, Mika's really, really interesting, okay, because after he casts his elemental skill, he grants all party members nearby the soul wind state which increases their attack speed when his elemental skill hits multiple opponents it grants characters increased physical damage when they're on the field and his elemental burst can restore hp for everybody and then also grant them a buff that whenever they hit enemies with their normal attacks they regenerate hp so he is a normal attack physical damage attack speed buffer as a four star which makes honestly sounds like he's going to be ridiculous <laughs> like that sounds like an insanely good four star which is really great because i remember we were just talking on the live stream uh on my uh on my stream about how four star characters are not so flexible as they were when the game first came out which is why the national team quote unquote national team which is Xiangling, bennett and xingqiu who are all base game characters are so widely used even now in the abyss and in general because they're so flexible and they're so good they bring a lot of utility to the game to the to the team and um most four stars are just like really niche and really specific after that so now if you look at the uh some of the four stars like for example like kuki is like become more flexible since dendro became a thing um Yao Yao is a really good Dendro uh, support character as well. And all of these characters, one thing they have in common is that they can provide a lot of support off field, which is really good for a support character so that they can support the main DPS without having to be on the field. And so Mika looks like he's going to be another amazing four star who buffs attack speed, which is going to benefit people a lot because attack speed buffs are not very common and um, give health onto normal attacks. So that's really good for a lot of different characters, especially DPS that use normal attacks. But the physical damage thing is the really interesting part because there's not a lot of characters that can buff physical damage. So characters like Eula or Razor that use physical damage is going to be really good for them. Now the funny thing is, a lot of people noticed that the banners this time are actually going to be... Um, who is it? So it's going to be Dea and Sino, And it's going to be Ayaka and Shunha. And it makes no sense to a lot of people that Mika is going to be on the Ayaka and Shunha banner when neither of those two characters uses physical damage as their main thing. Uh, I mean, Ayaka can, but every time she sprints, she gets ice damage. And Shunha is really good five-star support for Ayaka. But Mika is not necessarily a great support for either of them. And people have been waiting a year for Eula to come back. So a lot of people are really disappointed that Eula is not back. Um, so hopefully we'll see Eula pretty soon. But if you have Eula, Mika is going to be a great support. And, um, you know, Dea and Sino are going to be the first half. So the really, really the interesting part, the kicker to this whole thing is that Dea came out 
as is um is that Dea is announced to be joining the standard banner characters after her banner after her event banner ends so that is just like mind blown because there's doesn't feel like there's a reason to do that um but it looks like it that's what they're doing so like kahi do you have any like thoughts about this for those of you who are fairly new um or don't have eula eula is like probably i'm pretty sure the best physical damage dealer in the game and her banner hasn't been out in over a year and then they just come out with a character that buffs physical damage and from monstat and literally part of her same oh yeah and they're like part of the same here they're part of so the same group in the lore that's i right. can understand the disappointment immensely even from a story and lore perspective it makes absolutely no sense ayaka i get because you know she's the emissary going to fontaine she has a fontaine outfit i understand that shenha bus ayaka i understand that as well shenha not in the story we're not in leeway anymore at all so they could have actually put Yula and Ayaka on the same banner. It would still be thematic, still makes sense, but no. So I don't know what the I don't know what the justification is. I don't know what their scheduling looks like. Maybe there's a reason, but I'm just not seeing it. Yep, and basically that's how most people feel. So, uh, well, hopefully you know we'll get Yula soon. But you know I would say it's a four star, so. It's really difficult to say go for Mika unless you are specifically also interested in getting Ayaka or Shunha. We're both really, really great characters, but uh, it's, you know, it's, it's going to be there. And then he will join the standard banner after that event as well. So that'll be hopefully a cool thing for those of you that are interested. So if you need a cryo healer and you have a lot of physical damage dealers in your team, yeah, you can try and go for him. But or right now, I think you have Diona. You have Chi-Chi. I'm sure everyone has a Chi-Chi by now. <laughs> For sure. Someone <laughs> has at least one or two of them. Even by accident or intentionally. But yeah, Mika is okay. Um, not very strong. Not very weak either. Um, but is always a good support when you have someone that can heal. So, great. So yeah, so the moving on from Mika, the next thing that was talked about in the live stream discussion after stories and characters was events so they actually announced uh fungus mechanicus which is like theater mechanicus um which those of you have played it before it's sort of like a tower defense game mode that is co-op in genshin it's very fun so i'm really interested in seeing the fungus like part of it and how the fungi play into the uh tower defense maybe it's similar to the like pokemon-esque like auto battle fungi event that we had recently but mixed with theater mechanicus so maybe we can get a lot of those fun elements from both gameplays into this one event so i don't know are you, are you excited for that kahi how are you feeling it's interesting um you're using like two like you know auto tower defense games but it's like an overhead view so it it kind of looks like an rts game like starcraft or something where you can like position like your characters and then you can tell them when to use their abilities. I'm just kind of conflicted though because you're now trying to like destroy your own Mechanicus with your Fungus. Where like both of them were technically on your side when you're using their events. I don't know. I feel like should I be rooting for <laughs> our tower <laughs> defenses again? Or the Fungi? Because I mean the Fungi are cute. They're fun. But um, it's, it's definitely different interesting than... how they took the overhead view. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like definitely that, different. How you that see the way. field? Yeah, um, I'm still not too sure about that. I feel like it would be more engaging from like a 
third person view or like if you were able to run around and you know like control the fungi because i mean obviously like you are now taking control of fungi to destroy the mechanicus so um i don't know if i like the overhead view i think i would have preferred the fungus you know camera but what what what, what do you think like what's your impression of this i mean i'm really interested in the uh in just trying it because like i like those kind of rts things i actually felt like it was harder to manage what was happening when you're actually running around the field but i mean but genshin is genshin because you get to run around everywhere right like i think that's that's i guess one thing i am missing about it um but yeah i mean we'll see how it goes i'm i'm interested in trying it either way whether they bring it back or not if they if i don't like it and then they bring it back again it's one thing but if it's like a trial thing like they're trying this new thing then i'm always down to try it you know because Hoyaverse loves doing that. Um, so we're also going to get the Farazan Hangout, by the way. So we were just talking about that. Like a hangout Finally, from a Sumeru a character. Yeah. Like, <laughs> after all these years. <laughs> after all these years. So we'll definitely want to cover that. That's going to be fun. Uh, Farazan is definitely... has a, is like Honestly, I think one of the four stars was like the most interesting... One of the most interesting backstories. Um... Because it sounds kind of dumb. <laughs> like, it sounds like, how, how, how did that happen? But I'm really curious to hear more about it and how she thinks about the world now that she's like, you know, because the story was that she was trapped for 100 years. And so now she's out and hasn't aged at all, but everything is different. So I'm really curious to see how her thoughts uh, about the world and how, the, how they work. And we can actually find out more about her. So let's see. Now also we also speaking about recurring oh, things, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you want to talk about the recurring events or like the oh you mean the wind bloom? Back? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So wind bloom's breath event is going to have some uh, like little mini games. So there's going to be like collecting balloons or like uh, popping balloons. There's going to be the rhythm game, which a lot of people are really excited for. Um, playing the lyre, and um, I think you get to choose between three instruments this time to change the sound of the song, which is just a fun thing you can do. And um, they're going to have photography event as well. So very similar to Windbloom stuff. Yeah, of course, Kahi. Gotta love the aesthetic events, right? So there's also going to be a free four-star Claymore. So definitely don't forget about that. Called Mailed Flower. It looks very nice. Um, I don't know what the stats are right now at this moment, but um, it looks nice. It's free. So And it's an event weapon. So you know, those of you that know have been around for a while, event weapons do not come back so far. So definitely make sure you get it make sure you get all the refinements and you know have fun playing the event at the same time you know what'd be funny about that claymore what's that if it was physical damage <sighs> okay <laughs> yeah 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 i mean everything wait a second about it wait wait would have been perfect it even looks it even fits eula's uh, aesthetic but it actually yes. fits, it fits farzan's uh. aesthetic like it, it looks like farzan yeah um, yeah, so like let me tell you. Shoot one big claymore with so a it's actually elemental mastery, and uh, within eight seconds of after the character's elemental skill hits an opponent or triggers a reaction, the character's attack and elemental mastery will be increased by twelve percent and forty-eight percent respectively. So this actually seems decent for Dia if you're going for like a vaporize type build. It is a four-star weapon though, but you know who knows? So we'll see. So that I think Sayo cool. could use that. Because Sayu heals based off attack and element of mastery. Oh, so, true, true. Yeah, this busts both. And it kind of matches her too. Like it's like, like green, bluish, turquoise. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll experiment that once we get it because it is a free weapon that we will all get to R5, which will be really fun. And then we have the Genshin Impact Spices from the West event. So 
um spices from the west this was a really fun event i actually really enjoyed this one last time it was like um you have to mix these spices together and the mini game was like a bar that goes back and forth and you have to like time the the bar on the ingredients to to, in, to include them into the pot and yeah i don't know i had a lot of fun with that event do you remember that event kahi the spices event Mm-hmm. yep and I like how it's an easy way of leveling up friendship with characters that you may not be able to use all the time in your teams, but you still want to get like their name card or still want to get, you know, the, the points up just in case you're trying to unlock their dialogue in your teapot. Right. So it's easy. It's kind of like experience books that you can you can farm for like your other character. Um, but it's like another thing you can start to upgrade. Yeah. So another fun thing we can do there. And then we have uh, the last event that they mentioned, which is the Vibro Crystal Verification event, which is in the Chasm. And it's kind of like using crystals while fighting, I believe. Um, so, of course, all of these all of these um, events have a bunch of Prima Gems. They have uh, weapon ascension materials, character XP materials, um, artifact materials, Mora. Like, so just, if anything, you know, it's worth doing these events as much as possible just to get the... Uh, the resources right especially like me i'm going to be working on my north america account i really want to get as many resources as i can so hopefully we can uh get a lot of really awesome resources just by playing and trying these new events that whoever's making mm -hmm. for us yeah also the card game they added a new mode where it like costs way less to play some cards at the beginning of your turn so the pace of the game is going to go really really fast I wonder how that'll shake things up. Yeah, the heated battle mode. I'm pretty interested in seeing how that comes out. It'll be really fun. We can try playing that on stream sometime, Kahi. That'd be nice. And uh, yeah, uh, I forgot to mention um, Dea's signature weapon, the Beacon of the Reed Sea Claymore, which kind of looks like the Key of Kajnasut and uh, Sino's uh, Staff of the Scarlet Sands uh, weapons line. Like, they all look similar. Um, so it looks very cool. And... Uh, of course, it's most likely going to be Dia's best in slot, so I guess, Kahi, you and I are going to have to get that one, huh? <laughs> Probably HP mastery related, because the other two are mastery included, so this one's more than likely going to have a mastery theme to it. Oh, or I'll, tell you, I'll tell you right I now. I hope so. It's okay. okay, apparently, I don't know. I'm Wait, okay with I, that. I don't know if this is like a... I'm assuming this is like a, someone got this from there, but it says... Uh, crit rate percent is the substat, and after the character's elemental skill hits an opponent, their attack will be increased by 20% for 8 seconds. After the character takes damage, their attack will be increased by 20% for eight, 8 seconds, and the two aforementioned effects can be triggered even when the character is not on the field. Additionally, when not protected by a shield, the character's mass HP will be increased by 32%. Ooh, boom, there it is. So, you need to not use a shield at Dea with this weapon. Because mm, she has to take damage. Yeah, she has to take damage, but also, um, like, if you have a shield, if you don't have a shield, you just get 32% increased max HP. So, like, if you have a shield, you're just losing your own max HP, basically. So, that is well, very the, interesting. the active character. Yeah, the active character has to not have a shield yeah. so that they can get hit so that Deo's health will go lower, too, and trigger the effect of the Claymore. Yeah, so, basically, it sounds like you shouldn't use, like, a Geo or... Uh, a shielded character with this weapon. Remember, this is the weapon effect, not, not yeah, DS that's effect. that's fine. So. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I so like it that. It compliments her. Yeah. She so, does a lot of off-field things, so yeah. I'm, honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm planning on playing her like an on-field, <laughs> like 
I'm planning on putting a bunch of stuff around. Look at those things. Yeah. I mean, they look cool. Yeah, she's all punchy punchy, they say in the podcast. In the in the live stream, he's like, oh, look at all those punches. She's so punchy punchy or something like that. And I was like, okay, great. Anyway. One before we continue. The one detail I need to know, I hope they bring this out soon, is does her elemental burst, all those attacks, are those counted as normal attacks or elemental burst damage it probably no probably count as elemental burst damage so like uh i honestly think uh, emblem, i'm thinking yeah yeah emblem might be like worth doing if you want to like get make her ult do a ton of damage so yeah we'll we'll do it kai we'll, we'll have some fun mm -hmm. damage damage things with the uh, i think yeah, let's try it out for us. okay so um so yeah so that's the 3.5 live stream discussion in a nutshell if you guys want to talk about it come over to our discord the link is in the description of this episode so we can talk more about it things we're excited about and then we can all share our RNG, our luck when it comes to rolling our characters from the banner when it comes out, because we have a whole channel dedicated just for that. And man, are some people in our Discord very lucky. <laughs> so um, that's always fun to talk about as well. Um, yeah, so next I want to talk about the Warrior Spirit event. So this is a very, very short event. And um, just like Kahi, you finished this event, right? I have. I like this parry event. I think it was better this time around than before. Yeah, so we had something similar to it before, but this time was much better gameplay-wise. Um, the I honestly forgot about Ayaka's outfit because I don't use Ayaka that much recently. And so when this story started happening and then they started talking about her Fontaine outfit, I was like, oh, oh, this should have come out. <laughs> like This should have come out at the beginning of the patch. Like, I felt like um, they should have either waited to release the outfit with this event or they should have put the event to the front of the patch because I had no desire to use the, the, the outfit and now I actually want to use the outfit because of the event. You know what I mean? So, like, it I, has some story, like, tie in too, but I'm like, I like your original outfit better. It just fits better. I mean, this yeah. one just looks it's it, nice. Like, it's kind of random. Preference. It's kind of mm -hmm. random in, in all, all things considered, but, you know. Uh, it was cute, and the the story was super fan servicey. I really loved it. I love that like her and Traveler are, like always like talking and whispering to each other, and then like she winks. looking at the camera. She winks. She winks. <laughs> they have this like they have this epic look when they like go to fight the exhibition match against the Magu Kengo. Like it was like really really cool. Like there are some screenshots we have on the Discord. Um, our friend uh, Kazu took some screenshots. It was very fun. Um, so yeah, so that story part of the event was fun, but um. You know, just speaking to the story, one thing I want to mention is that there is a really big lesson there that I also learned being an event coordinator. And Kahi also knows because like for our job, we've done a lot of events and we've done things where we present in front of people and we have we have a lot of planning that goes into things. And one thing that they touched on in the story is that sometimes things just don't go according to plan. And really good event hosting advice is when you have an idea, when you've planned out something, but it doesn't go the way you planned it to go, but it but it's fine and the audience still enjoys it, you have no reason to tell people that they missed out on something if it wasn't a part of their initial expectations. So like originally they said in the story for this this event that they were supposed to vote on a theme of a costume for Ayaka, whether uh, the theme was supposed to be the four seasons of Inazuma, like winter, spring, summer, fall. But they actually accidentally somehow um, put in the poll as 
um, which of the favorite light novels do you want to see? And they, the audience basically took that as, okay, so like which outfit do we want to see Ayaka wear from which light novel? And so it ended up being like the Fontaine one. But like the funny thing is, is they were like, do we, do we tell the audience like that we were, that we were actually, that's not what we wanted. But then someone was like, no, 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 we don't need to tell them. Our whole point of this whole event was to get the people rallied and inspired and having fun and engaging and this is working so let's just leave it like that is like a huge event thing like you don't need to go out of your way to like tell someone oh by the way we were gonna do this but we couldn't so instead we're gonna do this like you don't need to tell them that unless they already knew you know so it brings the, the it brings the excitement down unnecessarily exactly it was a surprise either way so hey this is exactly. a surprise put that forward yeah yeah so that That's was great part of the thing maintaining composure and just yeah letting people just come along for the ride even if you have no idea where they're going yeah and i think that was a really great like i i saw that and i was like huh you know i learned that <laughs> so um yeah so then the event itself like with the parrying mechanics so so with throughout the six fights in the event the first two fights um mechanics on top of the normal parrying thing that they had was the first one was stance of impregnability and when you activate this then your parries for the next couple seconds or up to three parries will counter your enemy's attacks and do a bunch of damage to the enemy which i thought was pretty cool we don't actually have like a character that has something like this we have like beido and uh yunjin and candace who like as soon as they take some hits they can absorb them and then they unleash a big attack but we don't have anyone that like is in parry mode and they like parry multiple attacks before the stance ends we don't have anyone like that yet and i think it would be really cool to incorporate this into like a playable character and then the second one was Formidable Strike, which is like the special move you get. And this is just a big slash. So this wasn't like a big deal. It was like just an extra way to do damage. But then I want to talk about the last one specifically, Ferocious Combo Lashes. So the last two fights, you use this uh, special ability. And what it does is like every one of your hits is like a, a, a physical damage wave. So imagine like Scaramouche's, like Wanderer's um, wind wave attacks, but like they just come out of your sword every time you hit and they all do physical damage. I thought that that was so cool and I kind of really want a character to use that. So, I mean, what did but you think of that? Straight up Traveler. Yeah, I mean, Traveler yeah. has like one attack where he, like at the end of his combo, mm -hmm. he does like a blade, but like a wind slash. But um, I mean, like this is like, for example, someone's burst or something and they just go and they like shoot like a bunch of energy waves out of their sword doing physical damage. Like physical damage part is important because yeah. it's very far range, right? What you, yeah, what do you think? If Traveler, if Traveler is going to get a new element, no, not if, when Traveler gets a new element, Hydro, it would make sense that he sends Hydro Blades. That would be nice. It oh my god, no. He want to use Traveler. He'll just, he'll just be exactly like Nilu, Yelan, or Xingqiu. We need something more unique. <laughs> well, he's exact. Well, when he got his Dendro ability, he's exactly like Kali. He's exactly like Nahida. I mean, it's the same thing. He, I mean, he's, well, I keep saying he, but Traveler is just kind of meant to be like a, ba a basic character that can interact with multiple elements. So you can switch, you can switch to like Gendro, you can switch to Geo, you can switch to Electro. I think because they've always had like a slightly unique ability to them anyways, but they've never right. had like a really good ult until Dendro came out. Yeah, that's true. So if, if there's going to be like another burst with another element 
I mean, instead of just being only utility or only like one burst damage or like like Geo, it's just one burst and now there's Geo constructs everywhere. Why not let one of his element alts do like a lot of a lot of elemental damage? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I mean, I'm down. Fair. I mean, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm down. I, look, I just want there to be a DPS traveler, like mainly meant for DPS traveler element. Like, I'm assuming that Pyro will be that, but I mean, we never know, right? Um, because all of his stuff so far has been pretty support based. I guess his um his anima one is the least support based because you kind of want to be on the field to do a lot of that stuff. But like, you know, I don't know, like his electro one, and we had to we have to play as the electro one in this event when you're with Ayaka, mm -hmm. which reminds me of how not good it is. <laughs> like it's very slow, and like you can use it, but there are so many characters that do it better. Like, um. The, the electro application on top of damage like um but like man uh it was like i love the way the electro is like i love the the idea of it but it's very very supporty and so i kind of want to be i want to uh an element where i can just be traveler on the field and that's like the main thing like even dendro like, i hope it's hydro i hope it's, it's hydro, or, hydro or pyro. Or pyro yeah yeah or celestial or, or abyssal you know we, we don't know so yeah when we regain our original ability that's gonna be <laughs> awesome Ah, oh, I'm so excited for that. Like, so I watched the trailer again yesterday, the uh, the story trailer, the one that has like everything that's gonna happen. Um, and man, it's just like, I'm so excited for this. <laughs> We're this close. We're uh, so close. We're in the latter half of the story. And that's like this arc because there's this game is definitely continuing past that. This whole thing, like, definitely. So I'm really excited to see that. Oh, it, before we go on to the other ones, the yep. the parry event, Tarumaru, 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 dog, Tarumaru, that dog, I swear, whoever came up with the idea of that dog being <laughs> a recurring theme throughout our tournaments, give that person a raise, because like, when did that dog first appear? Like when we met Kazuha, there, we were going through that little mini like well, the um, dog, fighting the, event. The dog first appears in the Komori tea house right like when you go there so i just no, did before this. that Wait, before what? that yeah when we were okay when we were doing that um there was a it was i'm pretty sure it was the little tournament that you had to fight uh for i guess beto uh-huh to get the the vision that uh-huh Kazuha originally had yeah. it was like the reward from it. I'm pretty sure Tarumaru was in that. No, no, he wasn't. I just, I literally just it did wasn't? that. No, I literally just did that in my US account. Like, oh, okay, maybe. like, um, there's yeah, a lot yeah, of tournaments yeah, that so this dog has been in. I, I got you. So, the uh -huh. there was an event like this before that he was also in, but before that, he was in the uh, like the event with the there was like the thing with the other dog, the black dog, right? Remember, wait, what was the black dog? There was the there was like the black dog with the stealth, uh, like Kagero Maru, and you can get him as like a you he can become like uh, someone in your teapot. Like I have him, the little the little black Shiba. You don't have him. I'm trying to remember, but uh, when was that? Like early on in Inazuma or like later? It was like I don't know if it was early on in Inazuma, but it wasn't like that long ago. Let me see. He the let's see Sengo case file recognition. This quest is... I remember capturing a fox, but I don't remember capturing a black dog Bantan specifically. Bantan Sango Case Files, the warrior dog. 
This was from December 7, 2021 to December 20th, 2021. So, yeah, I guess it's pretty early in event Inazuma. It's 2.3. It was an event specific quest? Yeah, it was event only. So, like, if you didn't do it, you don't mm -hmm. have him. So, um, pretty sure I did the events, especially in 2021, but I yeah. don't remember getting a black dog. Maybe yeah, I got a so black. Hold on. We had to, like, we had to, like, catch animals and stuff. But anyway, so, like, I think there, the, after that, we, like, did some fighting with the Shibas and uh, all this stuff. But the first time you meet him is like when Toma tells you to come to the Komori Tea House. And, um, oh, yeah, behind like, the bar. Yeah, he's behind the bar and he's pretending he's like, oh, oh I'm, this is my true form. Like, <laughs> I know. That's yeah, hilarious. so good. I, I, just I, I just did that in the English one. But, but yeah, I, I, I felt bad about fighting this dog, dude. I have a Shiba Inu. I don't want to, I don't want to like fight this no. Shiba Inu. Like, you know? Well, you're parrying, so you're not really just like. I, I mean, you have it, so you have I, to hack at them because, like, when you when you I parry him, just he flips only over, and he's like on his belly, and you have to slash him. And I'm like, no, I don't want to do this. But he's like bouncing on his sword like Yoshimitsu from yeah, Soul Calibur. Yeah, but then when you parry him, and then he breaks, and then he falls down, and he's on his back, like, oh, 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 and I'm like, no. Oh. Actually, you know what I like about these counter events or like these parrying events? Mm. It does give Hoyoverse like a good, a really good focus set of data in case they wanted to do some kind of like parry mechanic and build it into a character kit. Yeah, exactly. Instead of just waiting for like a ability to hold and then get hit because it will reward, you know, more, I guess, uh, tactical like tight, gameplay. Tight gameplay, more, yeah. Like yeah. skillful gameplay and like it'll... I mean, for a lot of people who want a challenge, yeah, this is the character that you want because your character's not going to get a lot of damage unless you hit your parries. So I hope Fontaine actually adds that one because there's been a lot of... I know there's going to be a lot of characters in Fontaine and I know there's going to be some kind of like fencer. There has to be because, you know, in that whole area yeah and the whole like inspiration there's gonna be cameras yeah, there's gonna be french themes there's gonna be european strong european like arc you know yeah let's look forward stuff. to it i'm 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 hoping there's like repost like <laughs> you know like i know thrust yeah verbal thrust we'll, we'll, we'll see like i would i would really love that um so yeah so like uh that was the warrior spirit event um uh, right now currently going on is the arataki beetle ball brawl like extravaganza or whatever it's called event um which kahi you haven't started yet you said right not yet um i'm uh, probably gonna just wait till all of them are available instead yeah. of just like so starting tomorrow weekly. i think they're all available but it is very oh, okay. very fun and i really I've seen it yes yeah i really want to talk about that but we'll talk about it next uh next episode um so if you haven't done that yet uh, go ahead, everybody who is listening, and do that Beetle Brawl event because it should be done already. Like it should be, uh, everything should be out already, but it should be gone by the next podcast. So don't forget. Now, let's move on to our last section of the podcast, which is the community discussions question. Okay. So last week we asked you, what is your favorite weekly boss to fight and why? So Kahi, who is your favorite weekly boss to fight and why? I like to, I like, I honestly really like the Scaramouche fight because it's dynamic it's, the phases are very unique. It feels like you're actually like in trouble because you have to escape like this super wide AOE attack. You get to, you know, shoot down a big mech. There's, you know, it's timing cool. is important. There's, there's all kinds of things going on. It's, it's a, it's a spectacle. All the other bosses. The arenas are small. Um, Tartalia is like a really small arena. And he 
I mean, if you just need to clear out like a weekly commission or like a quest or something, yeah, just just go to Tartalia and just get them <laughs> down in like a minute. So not even like if 10 I had to seconds. pick, well, like per phase, yeah. But if you had to like really pick a good like a good fight, it's I would say I would put Scaramouche just above um, the Raiden Shogun um, alternate version. Mm. I like Raiden Shogun; she's like powerful. Right, but she has her immune phases, which I don't like. Yep, and I just have to dodge. Frustrating. It's um, it's it great. The, it's fine the first time you do it because of story, but mm -hmm. like when you have to do it all the time, it's like, eh, yeah. well, you know. Yeah, because you if you don't have control of the pacing of the fight. That's when you're like either like suppressed or when the boss goes immune and you just you can't do anything. You just have to like survive. Right. It doesn't really feel like a fight. It's just like okay, I'll just wait and just over here waiting for you to get. You know, right your shield down oh hey look there we go yeah and then now it's go time again i mean it's the same thing in destiny no one likes immune immune mechanics no one likes to just shoot nothing or just like see shields on everything and you just have to i don't know shoot something else randomly across the other map and yeah no one likes that i mean not a lot of people like that but when you can feel like you're making progress in a fight you are affecting the outcome of every step of that fight yes then a lot of people are going to feel more engaged not just standing still waiting for things to happen so scaramouche because everything is controlled by you the pace is controlled by you you can decide how quickly that fight goes and right. it's still a good strong fight nice yeah it's a great fight uh for me uh man i was tempted to say uh i was also tempted to say like one of those two like like raiden shogun or scaramouche just because of how like aesthetically cool it is to look at but honestly i feel the the most fun fighting against child <laughs> because it's because, an easy fight because not only well it's an easy fight now it used to be freaking hard and then they nerfed it and then um like the other funny thing about it, especially when I play the game in Japanese, is that he's like he's like talking down to you the whole time. <laughs> it's really funny when he's like he's fun to smack around. Like yeah. he's like, oh, can you dodge this? And then he, instantly he's like dead, and he's on the next phase already. Like because it's just he's so weak compared to like my characters now. So I think it's just I always get a laugh out of like hearing his voice like "Nigarerukana," and then like I just instantly kill him, and it's like oh, like. No, I'm good. <laughs> you don't scare me. So, and then like Child himself is actually really cool. Like I actually like 50% of the time when I fight him, I actually just watch the cutscene where he gets his um. Oh um, yeah, the cutscenes are great. Thing. Yeah, mm. like his uh when he uses delusion, super cool. I so, wish Raiden Shogun had a cutscene like that. Yeah, I would watch I'm it every time. She doesn't. Yeah, I would definitely watch it every time. So, and I watch Senoras too, um, when I do it because. I actually don't like fighting Senora that much because I don't like the, um, I don't like her fire form when she turns into a tornado. That's like the least fun thing ever to just. You wait mean when for you her. can't actually, like, when yeah. you can't actually attack and you can you can't control the pace yeah. of the fight. You yeah, feel like like out of when control? you yes. when that thing happens that you just uh -huh. explained for like the past five minutes at <laughs> that. Um, so yeah. So anyway, for me it's the child fight. I think there's just a lot of fun memories associated with it. I like Child's character, like Tartaglia. I like his character. So, um, yeah, it's fun to fight. So let's see some answers then from the community. So from Spotify, Kahi, would you read some of those? Yep. So yeah, I'll read the ones from Spotify and then you can go through the ones from our Discord because a lot of people love to share their thoughts in that Discord. It's great. There's so many conversations going on. Um, so from Spotify, Animal Strange, Scatterdouche, 
He's got a douche because for some reason, sometimes I can get on his plate when he's down and sometimes I can't. And that really annoys me. I just keep wanting to fight him. Wait, so having a hard time going up to that plate. Okay, I can, because you can still fall off. There's no like barrier. Yeah, sometimes if you like, if you do like a plunging attack or you're trying to like do your dash canceling so you can continue well, attacking. The other thing yeah. I realized is if you're like too close to it, you can't zip to it. Like you have yeah, to you like have to have line up. of sight. Yeah, mm. I mean, you can have line of sight, but it's like you're too close. Like, uh, like I just had this weird thing where I was like, I can definitely zip from here, but it wouldn't do it. So I had to keep mm -hmm. backing up, keep backing up, keep backing up, and then I could finally do it. Um, my my wife didn't even know you could do that <laughs> because she's like, for a while I didn't. Yeah, yeah I, I like, my first I time like I fought him feet. in the story mode, I I got that, I did that, and like I was really far away, like the timing. Because like you have to hit him out of his charging attack to like, with the with the big green thing to like get him to do that right, um, so I did that and then I was really far away from him at the time, so it was very clear to me that I could zip line like zip 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 zip. But when you're close to him and you get that that shot, like there there might not be one of those four leaf sigils next to you, so you might not realize that you're you're actually can go up to that little plate instead of just like attacking him on the floor. So. I think it was a little buggy when you're trying to use that special like, move. Yeah, because yeah. I would aim and it would go in the complete opposite direction. Yeah, exactly. Like it, it was broken for a little bit. That stuff. Maybe not happen. for everyone, but yeah, it's like I am clearly aiming this way. I am clearly pressing button. Why does it think I am locked onto another target somewhere else? Right. So, yeah, I can understand that. Uh, Rangtang, probably child. Yeah, a lot of characters use his materials, and it lacks a lot of the annoying features of the other bosses. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Yeah. You just you can burn that boss as quickly as you want. And yes, a lot of the away characters use, um, you know, Tows. his yeah, his uh, ascension materials. Um, what's the last one I was using? I was using like Zhao, and I got I realized, oh wait, I need some more like materials from this guy so i just went over there and i used zhao to like you know just kick his butt <laughs> it's actually really fun next up pimzel balto mine is scara yeah because i can kind of test my own damage in the second phase and he takes so much more damage after getting knocked down yep um scaramouche is actually a really good damage sponge in a way because you know he's huge and you don't have to worry about missing or, or like really like trying to set up something and you're not going to hit um, you can do like a lot of wide AOE attacks too, and it'll be guaranteed to hit. Um, yeah, it, there's some annoying features. I know there's probably one like who has the most annoying. What do you? Who do you think has like the most annoying boss? Azdaha. Yep, that's what. Because yeah, like, like having to have away. a shield, and then like having to have it up all the time, <laughs> it's really terrible. Like, it's not not a fun boss fight by any means. Like if and if you don't have Zhongli, then it's a terrible boss fight. Well, did you ever get the achievement for going into that fight with no shield? Uh, probably, yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, I think so. I have the yeah. name card on. I, li I like the name card. It's actually really cool. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. uh, next up, uh, Octira Devalin, just because I enjoy trying to complete it without taking any damage. You know, Devalin used to be like the the character test like can you one shot the Valen? yeah but it got to a point where everyone kind of could <laughs> so, <laughs> so they good. just stopped yeah uh, i remember when i got ayaka i think ayaka and kazuha were like the first characters that i were able, was able to like one shot the mm. and all i did was like one ayaka alt with kazuha and his he was just done 
That's great. That was great. It, it, that was a good combo. I kind of missed the violin. Uh, Primo Gem is God. I hate weekly bosses. I don't know why, but maybe because I always die. A skill issue for me. Well, weekly bosses are not always necessary to do unless you're trying to get either the commission or farming for very specific characters, essential materials up right. past a certain level. Because you can you can level your characters without like a lot of big boss materials. Mm -hmm, up to six. Yeah, I you don't. I only do bosses like right now. The only boss I'm fighting is Garamouche because I need to prepare for Dea. Yeah, I, I don't so even do I don't even do that battle pass thing anymore. Even though I probably should. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, because like I'm at forty, I'm at forty five, and there's like seven days. So like, and it resets, it resets this week. So yeah, I, last week you can get all the weeklies done like in the first day or two, mm -hmm. and I'll be I'll pretty much be done. I've only go. had to like purchase battle pass ranks like once just because I already had the primo gems. But yeah, same. Just... Because like I didn't play that time something. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just converting all my like primo gems to like the intertwined fates just so that I don't have to worry about accidentally spending primos on something else. I see. Mm. And uh, next up, uh, uh, last one from Spotify Todoroki Shoto. Shoto! Yeah, hate all of them as an Albedo mean. True <laughs> uh, words. I'm sorry, or you're welcome. Um, not too sure because I don't have Albedo. <laughs> Wait, what? You're welcome. <laughs> did you? I don't know. I did don't you design Albedo. them to all be terrible against Albedo? It was your, it was your fault, Kahi. Probably. Like, I mean, I don't. I know Albedo during his test, uh, test play. Yeah. He was cool. His was skill cool. is like really short cooldown. Yeah, it's but nice. I just. Yeah, maybe I don't like, know. I think I, don't I think like it's I just because him. Albedo doesn't really bring a lot to those fights because like uh, most of those enemies move around a lot, and Albedo is only effective within his like little circle. Like literally, his burst almost does mm -hmm. nothing unless the enemy stays inside of your circle for the entire duration of the burst. He's a mastery so, buff, right? What, 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 like the his burst? Yeah, doesn't he give extra elemental mastery? Uh, something like that. I don't know, but like I, I, I don't remember the specifics. I just remember like the way he works is like you put down the flower. It has like a, a field. Any enemies in the field take extra damage. Like every time they get hit, like we were talking about earlier, right? Like with Dia, like if you're in the circle and you take damage, that that enemy takes damage, then they get hit by a little geo flower. But when you burst, any enemies inside the circle take a bunch of geo damage from like a bunch of geo flowers. But if they're outside the circle, then it does nothing. <laughs> so it's like. It's like terrible to fight any bosses with him. Um, so yeah, and not to mention when you fight like bosses like um, like the wolf, like the wolf of the north boss, like he just like um, he can step on your flower and destroy it. <laughs> your ability well, yeah, becomes construct. It becomes literally even useless. though it's on the ground. Yeah, yeah, and I think also I think I don't know if they patched this, but I remember there was a time where like if you fight the water boss, the water. It's not a weekly boss, but like the water boss, um, because there's like a slight layer of water, you can't put the flower down. Yeah, geo no geo geo construct yeah. can exist over a thin layer of water. Yeah, so that's why it's like it's sad. Yeah, like even you know Zhongli can at least make his shield even when he doesn't have the ability to make his pillar, but um, yeah, it's just not a thing. So anyway, Albedo main, I feel you. So moving on, let's go to the Genshin Guys community Discord answers to the question. If you aren't already in the Discord, remember that the link is in the description. So please join if you want to come. If you don't have a place to answer the question and you want to answer, feel free to join our Discord. 
So from Chemleon or Chemlion, anyone but Azdaha, literally anyone else. I don't have any built shield character, so unless I'm co-op, I have no choice of working on getting a shield. But if I had to pick one, Magu Kenki, since I want AR90 Kazuha, he provides a nice challenge while not being impossible to beat. So, so Magu Kenki is not like a like a weekly boss, but um, but I get you. World boss. Yeah, yeah he's a, he's, he's boss. a boss. He's a boss. Still good. Yeah, he's cool. So. But yeah, Azdaha, like we were saying earlier, don't have a shield, it's kind of a terrible boss fight. Even if you have a shield, it's kind of a terrible boss fight. So, um, I don't... I, I always try to skip that one. Even when it was out, I didn't do it unless I had to. Um, Kazu, probably Tartaglia because he's weak and done fast. <laughs> yep. Second would be Scaramouche. He isn't too hard and looks pretty cool. Yeah. The one I hate the most is Raiden Shogun. Yeah, because of what oh, we were really? talking about. Probably, right? Yeah. Like, mechanics-wise, mm -hmm. very... Uh, very slow fight. Um, it's kind of like feels like a raid boss in like World of Warcraft or something, you know, like when mm -hmm. I played Final Fantasy 14, like we would literally fight enemies that look like Raiden Shogun and they have, she has like almost the same abilities. So um, that's pretty funny. Yeah, Final Fantasy has some really interesting bosses and, and mechanics, but like they just go all out in the boss design. There's like all, I know there's like one, there's like a literal book and then there's one that's like, you know, multiple arms. Yep, yep. I mean, yep. from all the clips I see, like every time I see like Final Fantasy boss, it's like always different. Like mm -hmm. that doesn't look like anything I've ever seen. And that's Ka great. Just... Kahi, if you want to play, I might be getting back into that game this year. <laughs> <laughs> I juggled Destiny 2 and Genshin. I think I'm good. I mean, <laughs> juggling an MMO on top of that, that's a lot. I mean, Destiny is basically an MMO, right? Yeah, basically, and our, our expansion comes out at the end of this one. So. Oh, that's right. Oh my gosh. I oh no. My, I oh no. Faithful. Okay, never mind then. Mm -hmm. But I might, I might do it again because recently I've been playing theater rhythm Final Fantasy on the Switch, and like it's making me really enjoy the music again. And I'm like, oh man, I want, I want to play the game. Anyway, it was my most. That's probably the game I have the most hours in. Period. Final Fantasy 14. Like it is an MMO. You know what I mean? I spent like 12 hours a day on that game at one point. So, anyway, I love it. Okay, Paimonyaka, Lupus Boreas slash Storm Terror. The first one is easy. The second one is an exercise in patience. <laughs> Storm yeah. Terror, yes. Yeah, mm. so the, the wolf boss is great depending on your team. Obviously, if you have animal or ice then you, you know, and maybe even water, I guess, it doesn't really do anything against the boss. But if you have Pyro, it's really good against him. Uh, and Storm Terror, like we were saying, if, if you don't have the means to kill it very fast, Storm Terror takes a long time. Um, having to like wait for its phases to do its abilities um like jumping from one platform to the next it's very time consuming so the sooner that you can one shot it the better peachy oranges anyone but storm terror as i can't co-op it and it makes the game glitchy yeah i remember so many glitches with storm terror um just playing the game in in my like entire genshin career or whatever but um like that's definitely happened to you right like glitchy moments in storm mm -hmm. terror Especially when the boss like collapses onto like yes, the, oh my gosh, the, You're tape, right. the plate because it forces a very weird camera angle. Also, it's a physical object that your character has to like collide with. Yeah, and, and you have to on climb top. on top of it. So if you are either on a very weird spot and it collapses, you're just not able to climb. Yeah. Or if your camera gets stuck in a certain point, you can't even see yourself doing the damage. Right. I don't know if the I mean, pretty sure they fixed it. I just haven't fought Storm Terror in a while. In a while right. Dvalin. Um, But yeah, I just did not like when it happened because now I just wasted a whole damage phase because it looks weird. Exactly. Yep. Um, so, Arciela, my favorite fight is Lesson Yora. Going from ice to fire was really awesome. 
She was also one of the antagonists since the beginning of the game, so it was rewarding to finally defeat her. Oh yeah, that's I a agree. Good point. Yeah, that's pretty great. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not sad she's not playable, but maybe she will be in the future somehow. Some kind of weird, interesting thing, plot twist. But as of right now, she's dead, and it looks like you know, she was just a very cool character who is no longer in the game story. You so know, I'm actually kind of curious if because you know she was the witch of flames back then, and she met Piero, who was also like a wizard for Kyanria. if they met i wonder how old she is because if she's like around if she was around like 500 years ago she might have been mm. able to we can to we can do some other 500 year old people we, we can talk about that sometime i think yeah, we looked it nice. up a little bit but yeah uh the last one is sarah storm terror because then i can flex my ganyu with the shunha buff you can shoot him you can two shot him and paralyze him two seconds into the fight while he's hovering in the air before he even starts attacking when he falls down, you can finish him with a few charge shots before he can get back up. The fight is maximum 10 seconds long. Genshin is now moving towards annoying multi-phase bosses since Mihoyo realized that the player base is just too damn strong. Yep. Power creep. Yeah, that's, so that's why that's like, like they have these like phases now, like forced phases, like with Scaramouche, with, with Raid and Shogun, um, even with Azdaha. So they really just sprinkle in this, um, this whole thing. But yeah, Storm Terror was like it's funny that you can even kill Storm Terror, or that you can even hit Storm Terror while he's flying, like really far away from you. Um, boat users could do that. Yeah, I think so, when Venti came out, you could do it with Venti too. Yeah, they they gave you Venti in the story mode when you fight him mm -hmm. the first time. So yeah, and your bow yeah. like shoots him down like really fast. So yeah. I I of course believe Ganyu could do that because she's like the best bow user. Yeah, and Venti like they give you his like C two or C three also. So like he Venti shoots like three arrows when he shoots his charge shot so it's really easy to see that you oh you can hit him down with a with a bow so yeah after i had yoimi it was a really fun thing to do but yeah so thanks guys for answering the community discussion question uh if you haven't already or you want to answer the uh like if you've never done it before but you want to answer this week's question for example feel free to post on our twitter post that is sharing this next episode or join our discord and post there or comment on spotify so any of those places we will see your comments and we will most likely share them here on the next episode so that being said our next week's question kahi would you mind sharing so what is your favorite open world puzzle what is the thing that you found in the world? What is the puzzle that you figured out? Was it a cool reward or was it a cool puzzle that had to make you think? Was it the place that it was in? Or what was the puzzle where you like felt really, really satisfied after solving? And hopefully you got some good rewards from it too. But yeah, open world puzzle. What was it? The most favorite or most memorable? Okay, great. So now that you have the question, remember answer on either Discord, Spotify, or on Twitter. And we're looking forward to hearing from you. So that wraps up the show for today. As always, everybody, thanks for listening. If you have time, please leave us a comment and a review. We'd really appreciate it. And don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening. Follow us on Twitter, once again, at, at GenshinGuysPod. Follow me at JSideGaming. Follow Kahi at Kahiao, K-A-H-I-Y-A-O. And follow my Twitch at twitch.tv slash JSide. So everyone, thank you for listening again, and as always, Ad Astra Abyssos.
星と幸せ。